Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic is, and we're going to continue talking about, the date of the internal revolution. So, I've known about this. I heard about this in February of 1988. And ever since then, I've been sending it out by mail and radio and TV and now internet screaming from the top of my voice. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution. I can't say for certain that God has spoken to me. I don't think I've got enough confirmation to say for certain that the date is March 17th. But since we are watchmen, I think it is important for us to watch. So I want to talk more about that date of the internal revolution. But before I get there, i got to bring you up to date with some things that are going on now. Okay, so this was sent to me in an email. Of course, I can't verify it, but everything about it sounds like it's probably accurate. And that is the heir to the Rothschild family, Nathaniel Rothschild. Okay, now who is this? These are the Moloch and Ball worshippers. Now, I can't prove that. I cannot say that I've actually seen him do that. But, but this is, in general, the accepted thing about this family. They are one of the ruling families of the earth. And I'll say that probably he is part of the Moloch and Ball worshippers. But some of the things he says here makes perfect sense. So, he says, heir to the Rothschild family, Nathaniel Rothschild, today wrote to members of the British government, giving his view that Vladimir Putin is the most dangerous man since the defeat of Hitler, with Xi Jinping a close second. Now, does that sound like him? All right, so if he is a Moloch and Ball worshiper, if he is part of the group of people that believe in human sacrifice, that want to put their man, the Antichrist to the beast, upon the golden chair of God, the throne of God, the Ark of the Covenant. Does that sound right? Yes, because according to other sources that I dare not name, because they're on the Internet, but if I name them, <laughs> they'll they'll pull the broadcast. Matter of fact, we, we had our Sunday broadcast pulled, so I mean, they, we're under a microscope, and we know that. So things I just can't say, but... I believe that Vladimir Putin is, how do I say this, at this point working to remove the Moloch and Ball worshippers and their filthy, dirty, pedophile, child sex trafficking ring inside Ukraine. That's what's really going on. Okay. That's what's really going on. Russia doesn't really want Ukraine, doesn't want to steal things from Ukraine. There, it's, it's part of the big cleanup. And, uh, well, the internal revolution, if it does start March 17th, and we're watching to see if it does, and I'll get to that because there's very important points here. At least I think I'll get to that today. I don't know. I've got a lot to cover. A lot of things going on. But, yeah, that makes perfect sense that he would say that Vladimir Putin is the most dangerous man since the defeat of Hitler because he's going in and he's cleaning up the Moloch Kamal worshippers in Ukraine, which is part of his buddies, you see. He is one of them. So let's go on. <clears throat> he says, Ukraine is an essential piece that we cannot afford to lose in the geopolitical chessboard. Uh, that sounds right, because this is their homeland. This is where they can store all of their dirty little secrets, their blackmail and their murders they've done. And uh, this, is, this is their homeland. This is opening them up to scrutiny. 
just like the prophecy said. Okay, so let's go on. The heir to the Rothschild fortune argued that Russia must be excised from the international banking and economic system. Well, who runs the world economic and banking system? The SWIFT system. These guys do. <laughs> so it sounds legitimate to me, which is why I'm bringing it to you. Russia must be excised from the international banking and economic system. We must bring Russia to its knees through any means possible to send a strong signal to the Chinese and to protect our global system of norms and liberal values. Uh, the way we would say that is we must protect our Moloch and Baal worshiping. All of our other brothers and sisters that believe in human sacrifice, we must protect them. But there's more to it. He went on to say we must be under no illusions. If we allow Vladimir Putin to seize Ukraine, it will send a signal to our enemies, Iran, China, and North Korea especially, that we will do nothing when faced with an onslaught of force. Well, based upon the things that uh, Hal Turner is saying and Benjamin Fulford and others, apparently the whole Moloch and Baal worshippers is very close to being brought down around their ears. Apparently it is in very close to being destroyed. Now, 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 that's what they say. You and I know that World War Three, as I said this past not past Friday night in our Bible study, which, by the way, you want my, you probably want to go watch that. I've received several compliments, several emails saying, man, that was a really good Bible study Friday night. But anyway, we know that World War Three has started. We know that. But it will continue to the suitcase nukes. Then it will continue up to Russia attacking America in a surprise nuclear attack. Then some. Then God will raise up China, Japan, many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. They're back to Russians, the gates of Paris, where they sign a peace treaty. There they make the Russians their leaders. So it's still World War Three continued. And then all the world goes down to attack Israel. So that's really World War Three all continued. And it does not conclude until Jesus returns on a white horse using the morning star and destroys his enemies. So the end times, the end time battle of World War Three, concluding at Armageddon, has started. Now, that's another reason I tend to believe that maybe this is. Now, I'm not saying it is, but maybe this is the year that the tribulation will start. After all, you remember Terry Bennett did say that the angel Gabriel told him that it concludes, it starts in 2022, concludes in 2028. Now, the way the, the way the, the Jewish calendar rolls, that could very easily be 2029, too. And, of course, the Apophis and all of that, uh, uh, the, the big meteorite out there. No, anyway, let's go on. In effect, our current path of lack of military action means that our global leader, global order, our global order, in other words, their SWIFT system, they are the ones that are controlling the world. Our global order is dead on its feet. I hope so, but I don't think so. I urge you to deploy more force against Russia and its proxies, set up information warfare to correct opinion, especially online, and send weaponry to our friends in Ukraine. Without Ukraine, the global order may not survive. In other words, what they're saying is the Moloch and the ball worshippers may not survive, which that'd be a wonderful thing. And Benjamin Fulford uh, thinks that they won't survive. But and I pray that they don't survive. But nah, 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 nah. Evil because 
Unless Jesus returned, no flesh would be saved. So all the world goes down to attack little Israel, and they're led by the Moloch and Baal worshippers. So, no, they're not going away. And they, I think that they will lose, I don't, maybe that's the wrong word, they'll face a setback of about six months, but then they come back with a vengeance. You see, what is about to take place? What, what the real thing with Russia going into Ukraine, it is it is a, a Moloch and Baal worshiper purge. Then when the Americans have the internal revolution and the good guys rise up and expel the bad guys, that is another case of a cleansing of getting rid of the Moloch and Baal worshipers. So it's a Moloch and Baal worshippers purge that's going on right now. Now, when the pendulum swings all the way this way, eventually it's going to swing all the way back the other way. And the other way is the Christian purge. If you have not seen the movie The Purge or some of those purge movies, uh, I hate to recommend anything from Hollywood, but it is the Moloch and Baal worshippers talking. If you want to understand what they plan for Christians, when the pendulum swings the other way to where it's the Christian purge, that's what they plan to do. In other words, they're not just going to say it's legal to kill people. They're going to say that the beast is actually going to, this is what the prophecies say, the beast is actually going to command people that believe in him, follow him, and have his mark to go out and kill everybody that does not have the mark of the beast. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on the right hand, and that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast. That's what it's talking about. Now, let's go on. I <clears throat> I cannot prove that this is accurate, and, but it, it appears genuine to me. But it also appears genuine because of what it says. So this is another one of the Nathaniel C. Rothschild's um, posts on Twitter. He says cyber attacks are planned in NATO countries. Okay. We can watch for that. That's probably accurate. Prepare. Maybe your electricity or the water tap will stop working. In other words, maybe electricity and your water is going to stop. Maybe that's true. But the supply chain will most likely be paralyzed. We better listen. The supply chain? What's he talking about? Now, look. <clears throat> I know that the Canadian truckers had a good heart, and they're trying to do a good thing. They're trying to get this evil to stop being evil. Now we see the same thing taking place with the American truckers. But now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's think about this. So as soon as the the V came out, what did they say? Everybody got to stay home. You got to you lock yourself in your house. Don't go out. And all of a sudden, I mean, I remember going out on the freeway in Dallas that's normally packed, and there was not a car in sight. Because everybody was staying home. Why did they do that? Did they really do that because they don't want people getting sick? Or did they do that to shut down the economy? Uh, probably because they wanted to shut down the economy. Well, isn't that what the Canadian and now the American truckers are really doing? So aren't they really working towards the goals to shut down the nation? See, because on the front of the book called Morals and Dogma, it has a phrase, Latin. It says, ordo ab chao. That means order out of chaos. Order? What order? A new world order. Out of what chaos? A chaos they create. So the more chaos they can create, be it by some V or by truckers 
or in this case, supply chain stops, that's all the better for them. See, they it's the, maybe the old phrase, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Well, it's true. So what they've got to do is break the old system so they can bring in the new system. Does that make sense? So when he says, maybe your electricity and your water tap is going to stop, eh, better believe it. But the supply chain will most likely be paralyzed. Supply chain. What's he talking about? He's not just talking about because you can't get racquetball strings for your racquetball racket, <laughs> which happened to me. They're talking about food. At the end of the day, I mean, what did, let's go back to what, uh, uh, oh, let's see, I got it right here. Um, who controls food supply controls the people. Who controls energy controls entire continents. Who controls the money controls the world. That was by uh, Henry Kissinger, one of the Moloch and Ball worshippers spokespersons, or water carriers, you might say. Let's go on, though. But the supply, a supply chain will most likely be paralyzed. Have enough food and water ready. Gas cooker should be compulsory. There would be chaos on the street without Internet. You know, <clears throat> there's a couple of rules. One is, <laughs> if your enemy is speaking a warning to you, it's a very good idea to listen. And in this case, if we just listen to what this guy is saying, you can check it out. I assume somebody out there can verify this is genuine. It's probably genuine, but it certainly sounds genuine anyway. So he's telling us they plan to shut down society. Why? Because they want to bring in their new world order with their man on the throne. Let's go on. New York Times. Uh, someone said the G York Times, not speaking bad of Jews, but what they're really talking about is owned, controlled by the Moloch and ball, ball worshippers, as is most of the rest of the entire media. But the headline says, Ukraine invasion threatens global wheat supply. Okay, so, <laughs> beings we just started this Joseph's uh, kitchen, we have to buy wheat. We have just, what, what was it, uh, a week ago, we ordered, we, we got two truckloads of wheat in. We're expecting, no, no, I guess they just told me the another truckload, just truckload. What's a truckload? 17 pallets. Well, what's that? It's about 860 50-pound bags of wheat. It's a lot of wheat. So I'm sort of in the wheat business now, uh, not directly, but I mean, I'm kind of in a consulting position. But I can tell you right now, the wheat industry in a full-mode panic. They are saying we've never seen this before. We've never seen prices going up we, like this. We've never seen them doubling and doubling and doubling again. We've never seen this. They are, well, for lack of better words, they're freaking out. The entire wheat industry, th th so this is true. The wheat industry is scared like they've never been scared. Uh, you know, the, the uh, flag of the Ukraine is yellow on bottom. Blue on top. You know what that stands for? The yellow stands for wheat and the blue stands for sky. In other words, Ukraine is one of the primary sources, Ukraine and Russia, but it's one of the primary sources for wheat in Europe. <laughs> They're probably not going to be exporting too much wheat this year. And so right now the entire wheat supply industry is scared to death. We've got suppliers that we had arranged to get so much wheat at such a price, and they won't even answer the phone. 
They won't even answer the phone. We email. We call. I leave messages. <laughs> the associates leave messages. They won't call. Why? Because they're afraid. They, they don't know what to sell it for. They don't know. It's going up daily. So I'm just saying, when he's saying supply chain, when he's saying supply chain, you better know it's not a joke. I talked about this the other day. A friend of mine sent me a, a text. He's in the food business. He had one of his high friends in a CFO position call and say, and this is one of the, the major food manufacturers, not a distribution house, major food manufacturers in America said within a week we'd be out of food. Okay, so, you know, when when your enemy says they're about to shoot you, you should probably take that threat serious. So when they're saying this, when when the Moloch on ball worshippers of the New York Times is saying the Ukraine invasion threatens global wheat supply, it's a good thing to listen. Let's go on. Another source. This says, analysis. Russia-Ukraine conflict highlights wheat supply vulnerability. Oh, Stan, you just went out searching for these headlines. No, actually, I, I didn't. You sent them to me at askstan at prophecyclub.com. I didn't search for any of this. This is what you sent. And unfortunately, it's not the, I could have put up about 12 or 15 of them and not searched at all. But the, the point is, point is, if you want to eat in the days ahead, it would be very smart for you to go to josephskitchen.com. josephskitchen.com. Check it out. We've talked about it, so I'll move on. <clears throat> Here's another one. This is from Reuters. I did not search this out either. You sent it to me. Hungry to ban all grain exports effective immediately, agricultural minister says. Okay, so hungry is banning all grain exports? Why? Because they're afraid. They're afraid that they might not have enough food. And it's not the only place saying that. Now, I'm, I still haven't got to my topic yet. I've just, I've got to update you with this stuff. Newsmax, Visa, MasterCard, stopping all Russian transactions. So this is not just removing them from the SWIFT system. This is removing their credit card clearing. Now, you would think, oh, oh, big panic, big, no, because this is all part of the plan. They're getting, they're going to be doing away with all of the SWIFT system. Our financial system of coins and paper and credit cards, all of that is going away. We're going to a new digital system, and if I have time, I'm going to get to that today. Uh, com. more iodine distribution in Russia. What? Well, what's going on? Okay, so you don't even need to check Prophecy Club. I can tell you we're already out of them. So this, the story is, when a nuclear event goes off, be it a suitcase nuke or a major nuke, Yes, it sends out an EMP immediately, but then there's also the radiation. As the radiation comes down, it falls on the leaves and the, the wind and the everything. It covers everything. It's a dust. It's like a powder. It's every place. You cannot avoid it. And you will get it into you. And then what happens is it has iodine in it. And that iodine goes in and kills your thyroid. And then that thyroid kills you. But there's a simple fix, taking potassium iodate pills. No, we're already, <laughs> you can check, but we're, we're, we're frantically trying to find another source for them. But I mean, when this, all this, all this stuff happened, ours was gone overnight. 
we had a pretty good supply, but it was gone overnight. So you take these iodine pills, and it puts the good iodine in your, your thyroid, which blocks the bad iodine that's radioactive. So that's what they're saying. So when you see Russia handing out iodine pills, that's saying we are expecting a nuclear event in Russia. We're preparing for it. Now, you and I know, because of the prophecies given to Leslie, it's not time to happen yet. Russia, I'll tell you this right, absolutely positively, Russia is not about to attack America. I think we have several years. But it is time for us to get prepared. Right now, the thing we should prepare for are those suitcase nukes. That would be EMP. You can get those at empshield.com. Promo code PROPHECY helps your prophecy club. Okay, let's go on to read. So he says, France has sent medical aid to Ukraine, including iodine tablets, which help protect against the effects of exposure to radiation. First, it was Russia telling doctors and nurses to prepare immediately for mass casualties and deaths nationwide. Then we found that Russian troops are now being trained in controlling civilian population in a disaster situation, setting up field hospitals. These are war preparations. U.S. claims green light to NATO for giving fighter jets to Ukraine. Okay, so they're planning on giving fighter jets. At least that's what they say. What's the real situation going on here? The Moloch and Baal worshippers are calling in all of their buddies to try to protect them because they, just like the, the earlier article said, they don't want to lose Ukraine. That's their homeland. That's where they got all of their dastardly little secrets hidden. Russia promptly made known that any country supplying fighter jets to Ukraine may be regarded as a participant in the war. Now, I'm pretty confident that Russia is only going in to do a sweep cleaning of the Molokha ball worshippers. I don't think Russia at this point is trying to start World War III. But what Russia doesn't understand is once they get the taste of blood, they don't stop. And I think we will probably see Estonia, Latvia, and Ukraine all annexed and all being controlled by Russia. Now, it may be done smiley face to the West so that they think that, yes, we've done a good thing by putting these Moloch and bull worshippers down. But Daniel chapter 7 says, And when the beer got the three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it, and then there was another voice arose and said, Arise and devour much flesh. Meaning... When this starts, and it has, Russia is not going to stop until this goes all the way to Armageddon and concludes with Jesus returning. So you could say the Battle of Armageddon started. When did it start? Well, it started 2-22 of 22, which just happens to be the same date, if I remember right, that uh, we signed the Declaration of Independence years ago, astrologically. And I not an astronomer guy. But anyway, let's go on. Russia is a major nuclear power too, and some of its technology is superior to other countries. Says Russia, it will be war. No one will win if there is war. Most observers realize that the only war that no one will win is a nuclear war. These observers thus conclude that if NATO declares Article 5 against Russia, then there will be an immediate nuclear war. But I'm telling you, it's not yet. It's not It's not this year. It's not next year. I don't even think it's the next year after that. Let's go on. Today's development of a green light for NATO to supply fighter jets to Ukraine is another step 
The West is taking in a seeming effort, effort to start war. Why would America want to start a war? Because America right now is controlled by the Moloch and Baal worshippers. So the homeland of the Moloch and Baal worshippers is being invaded. So they are calling in all favors. They are getting everybody they have control of to come in and protect them. And apparently it's not working. From 2016, Ukraine army was upgrading to NATO standards, finished in 2020. But how did those NATO standards do? You remember the dream that Dmitry Dudeman had, actually it's a vision, where he saw the bear half dead. Then the bear began to grow and became angry and finally uh, just could crush anything in his path until some men with sticks came along and were fighting against the bear. Of course, the bear just rampaged over them. So what, what this is talking about is that Russia, right now, outside of the help of God, in other words, just in the, the physical, is the strongest military power on the earth. Now, we know Israel is because God's going to see to it that even the whole world comes down against Israel, they're not going to lose. And then we know that America really should be, but because soon God is going to put his hand upon America for judgment, and when that happens, then nothing will hold us up. Okay, now, I think I got through that, so now let me get to what I want to talk about. The date of the internal revelation. I'm going to say again, I do not know, I do not know, I do not know for certain that this is the date. But you and I are watchmen, and that's what watchmen do. They watch. Okay, so what I'm asking you to do today is to watch. Watch several dates, because if the internal revolution starts here on March 17th, if it does, then to me that's saying that God is about to do many more things on his feast days. So let's look at what those feast days say and what we might expect. Now, I covered this more in detail yesterday, so I'm, not, I'm going to breeze through it. Essentially, Purim is a feast where the good overthrew the bad. The good threw off the bad that was planning on killing it. That sounds like an internal revolution to me. So that would be a very, if, if the eternal revolution starts on March 17th, then we could start to say, Phew, okay, what else is coming? All right, well, what's the next one? Next one's Passover. Passover is the, the life or death day. In the case of Egypt, uh, it killed the firstborn, and those that had blood on their doorposts lived. In the case of Jesus, he died for our sins. So Passover is a picture of either life or death, could it be that mass executions that we know are coming, or even mass arrests, happen on April 15th or Passover? Then we're going to skip unleavened bread. <clears throat> then, <clears throat> excuse me, then first fruits is a time where they left the sin of Egypt, they went through the Red Sea by the hand of God, and they arrived over on the promised land. So it's a picture of God removing them from the curses from slavery, from bondage, by the hand of God into the promised land. That sounds like the new QFS system. Now, yes, I think it will start off good, but I also think, like everything else, the devil's going to get his hand around it, and it's all a plan to bring in the mark of the beast. But initially, it will be good. I think it will be good. So that's a picture of uh, the new financial system coming in. Now, what about 
June 4th, Pentecost. Well, Pentecost, the picture of the marriage. That's the first time God spoke to people. If you be my people, I'll be your God. So that may, may very well be the day that the new guy, I can't say the name, the new guy comes into power. I'll put it this way. And that would be now. Now, do I know all this is going to happen? No, but I do know that those that's what the feasts are saying. Since it seems to be lining up, what we're doing is we're going to watch. That's what watchmen do. We're going to watch. And if that internal revolution starts March 17th of 2022, we're going to go, okay, okay, hold it, time out. You got my attention. What else is coming? Well, what else? Now, let's look at the final thing. Trumpets. Well, trumpets is judgment by fire. That's the day Jesus returns on the white horse with the two angels, with the two sickles, with the armies in heaven, and with us also riding on white horses. We just came from the marriage supper of the Lamb that started about four months before. So that is the day of fire. That's the day of judgment by fire. You remember what the Lord spoke to my heart audibly, and it was uh, August the 15th, excuse me, August 8th, 2015, he said, this is the time of miracles. As the judgment hits, so will my miracles. This, in my opinion, will be the judgment. In other words, some 35 suitcase nukes go off in America all pretty much the same day. I think I'd call that judgment. I mean, that is a major, major judgment to America. And that's probably when the miracles start. Now, I know that Maurice Sklar said, yeah, but there's going to be a big uh, revival before tribulation starts. Well, I hope he's right. <laughs> but I don't see room for it right there. Okay, so anyway, suitcase nukes. And that's a very probable time for the tribulation to start. For one, we got the Apophis thing coming up in seven years. Um, lots of things. I'm not talking about that today, but that that's the point I wanted to make. Now, let me go on to some other reasons why I say this. You remember this vision of Henry Gruber. Now, Henry Gruber, I've had him in my home several times, gone to be with the Lord now. Great man of God. Of our 160 guest speakers, he was our favorite. Most people absolutely, positively love this guy. And I love him. <clears throat> he had a vision. And I believe when Henry Gruber says God spoke to him, it's good enough for me. God spoke to him. You can count on this one. You can absolutely, positively count on it. Now, if you don't know Henry, then I understand you may be skeptical of what is said here. But for just a moment, let's put the skepticism aside and let's actually listen to what he said. So he says in this vision, this is a summarized version, I opened the door to see DJT and his wife dressed like a king. Okay, what's the difference between a king and a president? Well, a president is the president of a corporation. King actually owns the land. The president has certain powers, but not all powers. But a king normally is like Nebuchadnezzar, whom he would he slew, whom he would he put down, whom he would he kept alive. Okay, so, I mean, that's probably kingly powers. That probably means that he has the power of life and death in his hands. And that's what it would take to clean and purify our nation like the prophecies say he's supposed to do. I opened the door to see DJT and his wife dressed like a king. His wife, carrying his shawl on the left arm, made a gold tweed with royal jewels in it. Mr. DJT, to what do I owe the honor of this visit? Oh, Henry, never mind. We're family. This is a family visit. I just came to see you. He sits down. 
His wife puts his shawl over his shoulders. It drapes down in front of him and stands beside him. It's beautiful. It's made for royalty. Again, royalty. See, that's that's not presidential powers. That's kingly powers, ultimate powers. The whole visit was strictly family. He was asking about our different children, how they're doing, where we visit. Finally, he stands up and says, well, I've got a lot to do, and says, uh, you know, I'll be back. I'll be back. Now, notice it said it twice. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. The book of Revelation, major things all the way through it, it repeats it twice. So in that the vision, what a dream, in that the vision repeats it twice, it's saying, don't worry, you can count on this. It's coming back. See, I think this is part of the internal revolution that is about to start. Now, whether it starts May 7, or March 17th, which, by the way, I made a mistake on the dream. I've got several emails. Yeah, 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 okay. You, you got it figured out, though, but anyway. I'm an old man. Sometimes things don't come out right. <laughs> you know, he says, I'll be back. I'll be back. After the lemon dries off, I wave my arms trying to tell him he's left his shawl. Then I hear this voice speak back from behind me. See, that's the way the voice of God sounds. It's a voice from behind you. A voice speaking from behind me saying, he'll be back. So that's three times we were told he'll be back. What does that mean? I don't think it's talking about a new, can I say that word, election? I think it's talking about an internal revolution. Then Terry Bennett saw in the governmental area, we'll go through a dramatic change in our government. There will be a time of anarchy and chaos, and for a while we'll have a fractional government, which means basically our government come down to the state level because the military, the military, the military, what is that? That's an internal revolution, my brothers and sisters, because the military steps in, seizes control over our government. You'd call it a coup. We call it an internal revolution. You'd call it a coup, but in all honesty, it'll be to help our nation. That's why the military will step in. Okay, Dimitri said there's an internal revolution. That's one. Terry Bennett said two. Now, here's it. Let's jump to another one. January 7, Jet's Dream, Coverstone. The dream began with me sitting in front of my desk in my office watching a podcast on my computer. Alongside the window directly in front of me and to my right was a 2022 calendar. I was looking out the window as January changed to February. Clear, sunny skies outside represented the two months. What about that? Is that accurate? Uh, yes, that would be accurate, wouldn't it? Not a lot going on. When it turned to March, the skies turned very gray. I heard three distinct sounds like F-16s flying the sky was gray overcast outside, meaning in March there's going to be trouble and it'll have something to do with military. Now, my opinion, I think that's talking about the internal revolution, March. The date we're specifically watching is March 17th. Then April, May, June, July, and August, they're all fine, no problem. So that means six months. Um, I've not... I've not told you this because I don't know how to say this. Pastor Massey, one of the ministers that works with us in the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades, dear friend, I don't know how to word it. I'm I'm, going to do the best to try to word it. But he said, basically, that when the new financial system comes in, six months later, it's going to be destroyed. Well, that sounds like suitcase news. That six months, you remember the other dream is also talking about six months. Remember where they were told in the restaurant, stand up, walk out, 
leave everything. We're closing the restaurant for six months. There's another six months. Let's go on, though. When the calendar turned to September, the paper turned brown like a leaf. I think that's talking about the suitcase nukes. Probably our nation is about to coil up like a dried leaf in the wind. Brown like a leaf in the fall, in the, the fall, the sky became as dark with wind and random noises and jets again. So again, it's a military thing. Three F-16s flew by my window, headed north and flashing red and yellow lights on the top and the bottom. They seemed to be on a mission that there were three jets flew south, the same red and yellow lights. The sky turned very dark outside. Another set came from the east to the west. They had brilliant flame and afterburners like not, not flashing lights. They quickly reached mock speed. I heard a sonic boom. Three went north, three south, three west to mock speed. The man I see often was standing in front of me. That's the angel that comes to him. And uh, and went pointing right at me. And he pointed up and said, up is coming. All right, hang on. Hang on. Up is coming. What do you think he's talking about? Now, if you've been taught a pre-trib rapture, you haven't discovered the truth that that's not exactly the way it was laid out. You might say, oh, that's talking about the pre-trib rapture's coming. Yeah, but that's if you look at the other cover, Coverstone Dreams, you remember where he says that many of you will be with me soon? I think he's saying that uh, there's a lot of people about to die come September. I've talked about them. I made a whole program on that. I think it was like five weeks ago. Um, up is coming, and it is beginning. Well, remember the other lady that said that this is the start of World War Three? There you get. That's another person saying. I mean, how many times we have to be told the same thing different ways to understand what God? This is God talking. This is the way He talks. Up is coming, and it is beginning. All that you brace for is now. In other words. All of these years of preparation, studying the scriptures and blah, 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 the various things we've done, it's saying it's starting now. What? What? Well, remember the other guy, he said it's also starting in the latter half of 2022. Is that is that the tribulation? You know, <clears throat> I know that you may think, oh, boy, he's really looking forward to the tribulation. You know, I don't look forward to the tribulation. I don't look forward to the trouble. I do look forward to the scales coming off of people's eyes. I do look forward to their heart softening and receiving Jesus. I do look forward to Jesus' return. And I do also understand that, yes, we're all going to have to go through a testing. Look, our God is a God of testing. He is the righteous judge. And he absolutely positively will test you. I'd love to be able to say, oh, just accept Jesus, and he just solves everything. Um, wrong. <laughs> When you accept Jesus, that's when your whole life starts falling apart because there's tests. And that's what this is saying. There's a test. Up is coming and it's beginning. All that you brace for is now. Stay braced and ready. Eyes on the prize. What's the prize? Eternal life. Eyes on the prize and be steady in your steps. In other words, don't quit. Don't quit Jesus. Don't quit warning. Don't quit reading, studying. Don't quit. Don't don't quit this ministry. Don't quit. So, let me summarize. What we're watching for is right here. We're watching this date, March 17th. We don't have too many more days. And if nothing happens on March 17th, we, it's like one guy said, a good police officer 
simply watches what happens. They don't want it to happen. They don't want it not to happen. They simply watch what is happening. And that's what we have to do here. We have to watch and see what does happen. Nothing come on March 17th, that's fine. That's okay by us. But on the other hand, if something does come on March 17th, like an internal revolution, then we're going to open our eyes, we're going to perk up, we're going to come back to this broadcast and say, okay, you have my attention. So what else is coming? And then we're going to watch these dates very closely because if March 17 turns out to be the internal revolution happening on the feast date of Purim that the Bible commands us to keep, then we got to say, so is the tribulation really starting September 25th? Or are we about to see those suitcase nukes? I don't know. But we're watchmen. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to watch. Okay, now, <laughs> Joseph Kitchen. Josephskitchen.com. We were talking last night, and I said, I really believe that God has raised up Joseph Kitchen because it is the food that his people are going to be eating so that they don't have to take the mark of the beast. I don't know if you saw that or not. I don't know if you looked at it that way. But there's going to be great testing. Just as I said, great testing. And it's going to be a whole lot easier to pass those tests when you don't have to have part of the system. When you don't have to go someplace and beg for food. When you don't have to have the mark of the beast to have food. It's a whole lot easier to have the food than not have the food. Now, most of these other long-term storage uh, emergency food places, you're talking nine or $10,000 for one person one year. Did you get that? $9,000 or $10,000 for one person for one year. Yet at Joseph's Kitchen, without getting into all the exact pricing and everything, it's in the ballpark of about a thousand bucks a year. So would you rather pay nine or ten thousand or a <laughs> thousand? Uh well duh. <laughs> See, because what was it that fed the people for the seven years of the Pharaoh and Joseph? It wasn't rice and beans, it wasn't freeze dried food, it was wheat. Wheat is God's famine food. It's one of the cheapest foods on earth. Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. He may have been saying that because most people of his day pretty much lived on wheat. Matter of fact, that was my breakfast this morning. I just cooked another loaf. I kind of have to force myself to eat something other than bread. I've got to where I kind of eat it morning and noon and not too late at night or I won't sleep good because it has much energy in it. Josephskitchen.com. Go check it out. Josephskitchen.com. I encourage you to sign up for Train the Prophets training class that will be April the 21st to April the 24th, 2022. It's not just for prophets, nor is it just for apostles. It's for all those that are called to be in ministry. So that's April the 21st to April the 24th, 2022. Go to traintheprophets.com. Sign up quickly because there is a limited seating. Now, I need to tell you about an upcoming meeting that Leslie and I have been invited to, and I want to invite you to come to it too. So this lady out of Columbia, Missouri, 
has contacted us and asked Leslie and I to come and speak at a GLOW. Now, many of you know that it was once called Women's GLOW, but this is both men and women speak. Don't get concerned about the name there. It's going to be us speaking at the meeting. Now, who's Leslie? Well, Leslie is my wife. She's a prophet, and she's a real prophet. She's not a bless you prophet. She is a prophet like under the Old Testament prophets. She's going to be talking on finding the courage to lead as a warrior and a second talk stuck in a rut hut. Now, the first one is kind of giving us courage to fortify our heart for the difficult times coming. The second one is how to not get down and depressed in the trouble that's coming. And she's also got a meeting coming up, Train the Prophets. While it's not all just for prophets, it's for anyone that wants to be trained as a minister. And it's coming up April 21 to April 24. You go to traintheprophets.com, find out all about it. Then I'm going to be talking on two topics later on that afternoon. Noah's Ark confirms the Bible. We've talked about that, so I'll move on. I talked about it briefly. I'm going to be showing you pictures and everything. Also, I'm going to be talking about my new book, Miss the Mark, Don't Take the Mark of the Beast, show you what the Mark of the Beast looks like, the number of his name, and all of that. Now, if you want to go, it's April 2nd, 2022. Doors open at 9. I'll speak. Actually, let's talk from about 10 to about noon, and I take from about 1 to 5 in there. Registration is $25. That includes lunch. It's at the Drury Plaza Hotel Columbia East. You do have to call and make reservations. So to do that, go to prophecyclub.com. Terry Sock is a prophecy student, and he reads his King James Bible, and he believes in winning souls so much he is supporting the Prophecy Club so that we can win more souls. So if you want to support someone that loves prophecy and wants to win souls, I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com where you can get all sorts of precious metals, gold, silver, rhodium, palladium, and things like that. cornerstoneassetmetals.com As you recall, Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dreams. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to refresh your memory. Okay, so the story was the Pharaoh in Joseph's day. So he has two dreams. The first one, he sees seven fat cattle and then seven lean cattle. Then he sees seven good ears of corn and the seven bad ears of corn. And he sees that the seven bad ears eat up the good years. He couldn't get anybody to interpret it. So finally, he finally turns to the man of God, Joseph. He said, can you explain? He said, yeah, the two dreams are one message. And the one message is saying, God has shown the Pharaoh what he's going to do. He's going to bring seven years of plenty, which will be followed by seven years of famine. Pharaoh says, what should I do? Now, listen to this word, wheat. He said, store up wheat. And so what they did in those days, and Ron White said he found the place where they stored these massive amounts of wheat. So they stored up, during the seven years of plenty, 20%, not 10%, but 20% what came in, they brought it all in. They were commanded to bring it all in. During the seven years of famine, that wheat fed the world. That wheat, not rice, not beans, <laughs> not freeze-dried food, <laughs> wheat, wheat fed the world. And that is also what happened to bring the wealth of the world into Egypt. Why? Because the Jewish people were living there and God was blessing them. Genesis 41, 54, 54 goes on to tell more about it, but here's the point is. He says that the seven years of dearth began to come. 
according to Joseph had said, and the dearth was in all the land, but in the land of Egypt there was rice cakes. No. Freeze-dried food. No. What is it that God uses to take care of his people in the famine? Well, the biblical example is bread. Genesis 41, 55 goes on to say, When all the, Legion, the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for wheat, wheat bread. So what do you suppose, in the seven years of famine in the last years, what do you suppose we should have to prepare for seven years of famine today? Perhaps the same thing, wheat. Let's go on. So here's what we've done. Now, I'm going to put up a video. It's about an hour long, and I'm going to explain this in detail, so I'm not going to go into it some, a whole lot here. But God has directed us to begin offering a way to where you can use wheat to feed you and your family, which is probably the cheapest and the best thing, in my opinion, out there, to have during a famine. So we've started a website, and I'm very excited to finally bring this to you. Hopefully it is all up and working come Monday when you watch this broadcast. But what you do to go to the website, and it's josephskitchen.com. josephskitchen.com. You go there, and the first page is going to look like this. So what you do, well, actually, it's not the first page, but you click on Shop, and then it'll pull up this page. Then you click on, right here, Machines Package, and it'll take you to a page that looks like this. First thing you have to do is get the machines, because wheat has two weaknesses. One is it's difficult to eat the wheat berries. That's what they call them, not wheat seeds, but the wheat berries. You have to grind them up from the berries into making wheat flour to make the bread. And mechanical devices, uh, maybe I'll talk about that later, but they, they don't cut it. You have to have some kind of electric mill to take it from the berries to the flour. So what we've done is put together a package. Here's the mill. This grinds. We're going to send you a mill uh, to grind it to flour. Then we're going to send you a bread maker so that you put all the ingredients in here, push a button, two hours and 20 minutes later, you got a nice, hot, steaming loaf of bread, and it is good. We're also going to send you a bread slicer with a knife, so you can slice it up, a thermometer that you will use in the making of it, and also a set of beakers. I'm going to send you everything you need, plus instructions on how I have made over 50 loaves of bread. I had two slices this morning for breakfast and lunch. That's what I had. Matter of fact, that's the primary thing I'm eating anymore, so it's not just survival food. It's stand daily food. Okay, so First thing you need is a set of machines. Now, those will last for a long time, perhaps several years. We don't know how long, but anyway. First thing you need to get a machines package. Next thing is you need to get the wheat and all of the ingredients. So you're going to order, if you have a mom and dad in a home, you'll order people uh, f food for at least two people for one year. That's 937 or a figure about 1000 bucks. And they, we send you the wheat in the pail so that the mice and the, it doesn't go bad, and it should last 7 to 10 years. Send you all of the ingredients you need, and you just click on Add the Cart. And also, if you want to have food for four people, then it's a little bit more. If you want to have food for six people, it's a little bit more. Now, you compare that. Okay, so you got to have the, the mechanicals, which is about 800 and then you have to have the actual food. Two people one year is about $2,000, including shipping, that kind of a ballpark. Four people one year is about 3000 Six people one year is about 4000 But if you compare that 
to what it costs in other places, this is what you're going to find. You're going to find that most of them cost about $10,000 per year per person. This is about $1,000 a year per person. What? Yeah, about $1,000 a year per person. So at that, <laughs> what we're offering you is about 10 times less than what all of these other survival food places, all these people sell a survival food. My opinion, they're not doing it right. They're offering things that are very, very expensive. You shouldn't have to pay $10,000 a year to feed one person. But in most cases, it is. However, with wheat, if you do it our way, and it's not only is better for you, as the video I'm going to post up here, if you'll go watch it, it'll explain to you, but it's also far cheaper. So what do you do? I'd recommend that you go to josephskitchen.com. I'll back up here. There you go, right there. josephskitchen.com. Take some time exploring through it. What you want to do, if you've got, um, say, a mom and a dad, or if you've got, if you've got three people, matter of fact, if you've got two people in there, you might even want to order the four people one year package. Just make sure you got plenty. But definitely, if you've got more than two people in your home, you definitely want to get the four people one year package. If you've got, say, mom and dad and two or three kids, uh, you definitely want to get the six year package. But here's the thing for about $4,000 to $4,500, you can feed them all for a year. <laughs> Nothing else comes close. You can compare that. Most of the time, you'll spend $60,000 to feed six people for a year, not $4,000. Josephskitchen.com, best deal out there, I think. Now, maybe somebody who got a better deal. <laughs> uh, I haven't searched everything, but I doubt it. God used wheat in the days of Joseph to feed the world for seven years, and I think he's going to do it once again. So our prices are about $2,000 a year, two people, about $1,000 a year per person. Okay. Yeah. Give or take about $1,000 a year. So you got six people to feed. Yeah. Less than $6,000. The good news is EMP Shield has devices. The military testing facility says protect 100% against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10 year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. View simple video installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV. You can have electricity in a blackout. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card and it helps your prophecy. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.